Welcome to The Junction Box, the audio cast where what you need to know about the electrical program connects with the experts in the field. This time, our focus is on the theory of induction and electrical power generation. Our guest is electrician and instructor Greg Pascal. Greg, welcome to the program. Glad to be here. For those of you who are new to our audio cast, we collect a number of questions about concepts that are being taught in our electrical program here at SJVC. We then reach out to our expert electricians slash instructors to provide answers. Greg, because I know that today's program is going to be quite in-depth, let's jump right into question number one. Can you explain the difference between a Y-connected three-phase circuit and a delta-connected three-phase circuit? Well, um, if you have a three-phase circuit, you have three coils of wire. If those coils are standing still, they're hooked up in something called a transformer. And if they're moving, they're, they're called a motor or a generator. So a delta-connected transformer has three coils, and each end of the coil is connected uh, to one end of the other one. So you take one end of the coil and connect it to one end of the next one, to one end of the next one, and one end of the next one, and it forms a triangle. And the wires between the coils are called phases A, B, and C. If you think of that as a triangle, you can you you can see it's connected. It it looks like a triangle or the Greek letter delta. Okay. For a Y connected one, we take each one of the coils and we hook one end of it all together. So all three of them are hooked together in the middle, and then the other end of it are our phases A, B, and C. And why you would do that is because we can take the three ends of the coils that are connected together in the Y, and we can call them neutral, or we can ground that, and we can get several different voltages out of that setup. So let's just get this definition here. A delta connection is a circuit that's formed by connecting three electric devices in series to form a closed loop, right? Uh And then it's used most often in in three-phase connections, right? Yes, that's right. It's always fun to learn. Can you add to that by explaining line voltage versus phase voltage? Okay. If we have a three-phase system, it's connected between two transformers. One is sending the power and one is receiving or it's connected between a transformer and a three-phase load. And joining the transformer that's sending the power to the transformer or the load that's receiving the power are phases A, B, and C, and perhaps a neutral if, if it's a Y. The lines between where it's sent and where it's received are called lines. That's your line voltage. So the voltage between phase A and phase B is called the line voltage. Um, Within the transformer itself, if you look at a Y-connected transformer, we've we've got three coils, uh, all three of which are hooked together on one end, and and between the outside of one coil in the middle is called a phase. So you could have phase A going to neutral, phase B going to neutral, and phase C going to neutral. Those are phase voltages, and then between Uh, The outsides of the unconnected parts of the coil is phase A, phase B, and phase C. That's called a line voltage. Okay. So the voltage measured between the lines that go between the transformers are the line voltages, and the phase voltages uh, are uh, are the phases within the load or within the transformer that are between the line connection and the neutral, or uh, in the case of a delta, 
your line voltage and phase voltages are the same, but not true with the currents. Well, what about line current versus phase current for both Y and delta systems? If you think about a Y-connected one, we have the three coils connected in the middle at neutral. Sometimes they, and we, and the other end of the coil feeds the line. So each line can only get its current through one coil. So in your Y-connected transformer, the line current and the phase current are the same. If we go to a delta-connected transformer, what we can see is that phase A connects to two different coils, phase B connects to two different coils, and phase C connects to two different coils. And so the current going out of phase A is fed from two coils. So each one of those phase currents combines together to make the line current going out of phase A. So we're going to end this program with one more question that is related to all of these. Could you, Greg, could you explain the difference between resistive loads and reactive loads for us? That's pretty simple. Uh, a resistor is a direct resistance to electric current. And anytime you put electric current through it, it's going to cause heat. Um, so basically what will happen is when you put current through a resistor, if you multiply the current times the resistance, you get the voltage across it. And if you multiply the voltage times the current, you get the power or the wattage through it. And uh, there's 746 watts in the horsepower. So, for instance, your 1,500-watt hairdryer is basically a two-horsepower hairdryer. When you get to inductive capacitors, uh, we're talking about alternating current where the voltage or the current goes up to from zero to a positive maximum, back through zero to a negative maximum, and back to zero again. It alternates between plus and minus. What actually happens in an inductor, which is a coil, as 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 we try to change the current, the inductance resists the change in current, and we basically charge up a magnetic field within the inductor. And when we, that's when we're building up to a positive or, ne or negative maximum. And when it falls from the maximum back to zero, the inductor is basically giving us back that energy. So basically, we, we charge up the magnetic field and it gives it back. In the United States, our frequency is 60 cycles per second or 60 hertz. And so an inductor will basically charge up uh, basically 120 times a second and return that charge back to us 120 times a second. It charges up, lets it go, charges up negative and lets it go. And uh, a, a capacitor is basically two large strips of aluminum foil with an insulator like wax paper in between them. And you put a positive charge on one of the plates and a negative charge on the other plates, and you build up an electric field. In in AC, uh, as you as you build up uh, to your positive maximum, you build up an electric charge in one direction, and then when you go the other direction, it gives that energy back, that charge back, and then you build it up in the opposite direction, and then when it goes back to zero from the negative maximum, it gives it back. So the difference between your reactive loads is basically you are charging them up, either an electric or a magnetic field, uh, twice per cycle, and it's giving them back twice per cycle. It doesn't really consume any energy. You charge it and discharge it. You don't get any useful power out of it. The only useful power you get out is through a resistor. 
So, for instance, if you were to have um, half resistive load and half inductive load, you can see that uh, you're only going to get uh, useful work out of the resistive power because the inductive load you're basically charging and discharging. So that's the difference. If you think of it as a triangle, the horizontal portion is the resistive load. The vertical portion would be the inductive load and the hypotenuse between them. That's the power that the that the, the power company's putting out, and the only power you're using is the power on the horizontal side. So basically, uh, you want to eliminate inductance and capacitance and have them cancel each other out to the maximum effect so that the amount of power you produce is equal to the amount of power you use. This is making total sense. Sadly, that's all the time we have for right now. Greg, thank you for being here. We'd love to have you back. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to coming back again. Thank you. This concludes this edition of The Junction Box. Join us next time as we continue to learn from the experts here at SJVC. A presentation of San Joaquin Valley College.